Welcome to the big guys. It's another episode, right? Is episode 11? 12. Episode 12. That'd be a baker's dozen, Bob. <laughs> yeah, it's episode 12 of the big guys. It's March Madness time. Um, we're going to fill out our brackets today. We're going to do a combined bracket, the big guys bracket. We're going to put our big knuckleheads together, and we're going to try and figure this thing out. There's a lot of great matchups. We're going to talk about it. Before we get started, we're going to cover a couple of things, a bunch of NFL signings. Um, we had uh, NASCAR. We had Scotty Scheffler doing just unbelievable stuff on the golf course. We have the fattest and the skinniest thing we've done this week. And we've got a little story time with Ryan, Ryan's random thoughts. We're going to dive right in. Quick little recap, TPC Sawgrass. Hey, my girlfriend's dead, you know. She fell off a cliff and died on impact. Um, I didn't have any any winners come through this week as far as gambling goes, but in regards to just being a golf fan, we're seeing what we've seen John Rahm do early on in the season and what we're, what we've seen Scotty Scheffler do just over the last year and a half, two years. This guy just came out and won by, I believe, five strokes. Just an impressive performance from start to finish. What did you think of the golf this week? How did your picks work out? What what did you what did you what did you think of the weekend? It was good. I ended up playing some DraftKings, um, which wasn't bad. I broke evenish. Um, I put like I don't know, it was like a little fifty cent contest. I put one hundred fifty lineups in that, um, and then I played another tournament and won a little bit there, but nothing big. I was a couple of my calls though were nice, uh, especially for DFS because they were cheap guys. Like uh, Ryan Fox made the cut. That's uh, right. Had, had an okay weekend. Uh, but just, you know, I went overweight on like Finau. That didn't work out. And Cantlay, that didn't really work out in the end either. Those were kind of like my guys up top. Whereas, you know, obviously just locking uh, Scheffler would have been the way. Um, but that's, you know, in hindsight, just load up on load up on Rom, which those people got screwed this week. But load up on Rom, load up on Scheffler, and you got a fucking – 50% chance of winning. Yeah, Rom had a tummy ache. He was pooping. He had to, he <laughs> couldn't, he, yeah, he couldn't hang out there anymore. That's the, maybe the worst feeling ever when you're doing anything sports activity wise and your stomach's a mess like that. So he had to, yeah. he, he withdrew. Um, you know, I, like I said, I didn't cash any tickets. I felt really, really good about the Ricky Fowler pick. Listen, the guy finished tied for 13th, minus seven, I believe. Yeah, minus seven. We had a top 10 at plus $550. We also had him to win. And we also had Patrick Cantlay to win as well. Not a great showing from Cantlay, obviously, this week. A little disappointing. But Ricky Fowler, the PJ Tour is just so fucking hard, man. This kid has been a superstar since he was so young. He hasn't won a major. He won at the, at the players a while ago. You're starting to see Ricky Fowler play a little bit better this year. Maybe, I, I would argue, some of the best golf he's played in the last three, four years, it's good to see him around the leaderboard. I thought he played a really, really solid round of golf on Sunday to try and, you know, get in that top 10. But this is a guy who looks good, and you're going to get good pricing on Ricky Fowler. So keep an eye on him, in my opinion, in some tournaments down the road here. Is he getting over the hump and winning? I don't know if he's going to win, but these T20s, these T top 10s, I, I, I like those a lot. Um, but Scotty Scheffler, he is just mistake free golf it's yeah. it's robotic out there and it was it was fun to see um you saw max Homa make a, a run at the end of the day there on sunday he ultimately dunks one in the water but 
It was a good golf tournament. Victor Hovland is another guy who's who's really played good now the last few weeks uh, out here. You're getting good prices on him too. Terrell Hatton, all those guys. And uh, same old story with Colin Morikawa. If Colin Morikawa could putt, he would be just dusting people. He, right. I, I just don't understand how he can't putt. I think he's in his head right now. But Scotty Scheffler, impressive. I mentioned Ricky Fowler being a nice story and nice comeback. So is Jason Day. Another good round for him. He finishes minus six. Uh, top 20 finish there for him. So some of these older names that we were used to seeing five, six years ago, starting to get their names back in the mix. You like seeing it. The big one now is the Masters. It'll be here in April. I'm fucking jacked up for it. Uh, yeah. Anything to add to golf or anything uh, that you're going to play this week? Well, the Valspar, yeah, a couple guys caught my eye because it's guys that I've been mentioning every week that that are making cuts and playing awesome. Um, mentioned them last week too, like Ben Griffin. Yeah. Ben Griffin's been playing excellent golf. Um, and now you get him in a much weaker field. And like on DraftKings, he's 50 to 1. And then uh, Wyndham Clark, uh, same type thing here. Just been cut after cut after cut. You know, one of these times going to pop. Um, he's 40 to 1. So I think there's just some longer odds that when you look at the field, I don't know. It doesn't really make any sense. Like, that's kind of kind of like betting on golf because it's like NASCAR. There's a lot of longer odds. And like you said, such a freaking hard game that these guys could win a, a weaker tournament like this. And here's the thing that I love, too. And I've, I've said it, you know, when it comes to PGA Tour golf, Get me – I just want to get to Sunday and be within three shots. If I'm within three shots, you, you got a chance. Anything can happen on the back nine of these golf courses. And I really like – I'm starting to fall in love with these top 20s, the, these these top 10s, you know, a little shorter prices, but you're just in the golf tournament and, and you're in with a better chance of cashing those for, you know, obviously, right? So I'm, I'm with you. I like to play the golf as well. As far as this week goes, I mean, I'm kind of going back and forth a little bit as far as who I want to win. I think Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Matt Fitzpatrick are, are the chalk right now. Yeah. I just, you know, I'm a Justin Thomas fan, but he just has not looked himself this week. A guy I kind of like is Keegan Bradley. Keegan Bradley's plus 2,500 this week. Um, I think Keegan Bradley's a guy who, who's another one who Tita Green – over the last couple of years, he's really come on. He he was a you know he's another guy who's who's, who's kind of been playing some really solid golf down the run or down the stretch here. So I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for Keegan Bradley plus twenty five hundred plus two eighty uh, for a top ten as well. Yeah, he's yeah plus two eighty for a top ten is not a bad number there at all. Um, I like that a lot actually. Yeah, um, and I'm and not, I was looking at top twenties for the guys that I mentioned, and you get like plus two twenty five for for Ben Griffin. I don't mind that at all. I was just going to say to you, I'm not as big on Wyndham Clark as you are, but Ben Griffin, I am. If he's plus four fifty for a top ten finish, he might be somebody I'd sprinkle a you know a, a top twenty on. Um, yeah, which would be Ben Griffin top twenty. You're looking at plus two twenty five. Like yeah, two twenty five is not bad there. Not at all. Not at all. So I just thought it was important. We talked a little bit of Scotty Scheffler. What he's doing is unbelievable. I've seen some people out on Twitter saying, is this, uh, you know, just as impressive a run as Tiger made? No, shut up. Tiger Woods run nobody will ever touch. And it just shows you how good Tiger is. These guys are putting together unbelievable weeks. It just doesn't matter. Tiger's untouchable. Tiger also in a little bit of hot water with his girlfriend. I don't know if you saw any of that. Yeah, I did. I did see that. You know, it's just classic uh, – I, I I just it get hard it gets hard to defend this guy, you know. But I know 
You it's know? like you know, you know, I always say like, oh well, you know, the, so they might just be out to get him or something, but like it just keeps happening and stuff. Weird shit, weird shit goes down in this guy's life. But I mean, I know we don't know what it's like to be him. I was just gonna say that you and I have never been in a relationship where part of the relationship is you get to live in someone's house for seven years, and that's like a negotiated thing. Yeah, like what the that's... fuck is that about? Like that's just like we're dating, and it's it's more of like a business transaction. It feels like, and not anything of substance. But like you said, there's there's no no way I can even relate to that. I wouldn't. I would probably be a lot worse than him if we're being perfectly honest. But I uh, <laughs> I, I I love golf. I think. You're seeing um, – I don't know if you saw Fitzpatrick on the Foreplay podcast saying, fuck these guys that live. These guys who are sad and want to come back. And this live thing looks like it's not it's not going anywhere, but it's not what these guys – these guys are competitors, man. And, and some of them I think are missing – sure, they got the bag, but they're missing that PGA competitiveness. And Matt Fitzpatrick yeah. is like, fuck them. I don't want him back. I would like to see what the fans think. I don't know how you do it, but – I thought I think he probably actually the PGA Tour guys. I like that with any sport, man. Like imagine if they created you know the Saudi NFL league and a bunch of guys left and you know won a championship over there. It's like hate to tell you, no one cares. It's like, crazy until right? you win it here, no one cares. It's true. The PGA Tour is still the PGA Tour. It's still the best product out there. It's still the best golfers in the world, and. I'm excited to uh, keep watching it this year. It's always fun to have the golf on Thursday through Sunday, and you can kind of yeah. really, you know, get your bets in. But Ryan, I'm hoping. Who- I told you earlier, I, Alyssa and the, the kids are gone for Masters weekend for Friday and Saturday. I hope we can watch just one day, just one yes. day. I don't care if it's Friday or Saturday. We got to watch some Masters. No, for sure. We'll definitely hook that up. Either maybe uh, you, I'll either come up to you, or you can come down to me. Whatever's easier. But yeah. um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, we're supposed to get like 16 inches of snow here, guys. Ryan and I were going to do like a live show together. We were going to eat dinner with the kids. But unfortunately, it just doesn't make sense. because snow we're just keeps coming. Stuff. It just doesn't yeah, so, stop. So that's not good. But that was Tony Golf Talk. Ryan, we're moving right along to Hey there, good buddy. Coming on there. Time for Now it's not a good time. Cole, reading ice cream. What do you got for NASCAR? Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Uh, well, we just hit a 10 to 1, William Byron, over the weekend. So, um, oh, oh, Willie B. Willie B. Nice. Goes back to back. So, um, it was another good weekend. I had a lot of a lot of people in our Discord that had their biggest weeks of their life in playing DFS, which that was awesome to see. And I had about the worst run out at the end of the race, but was still up like 800 bucks or so on DraftKings. So that is what it is. Plus won the bets. Um, nice. Head to head. Harvick over Truex. Got a top 10 for Briscoe. Got a top 10. Um, what was that bet top 10? Won another top 10. And then, like, so I was up maybe six, seven units gambling. And then, you know, decent day on DraftKings. So not bad. Yeah, I, I saw some good. I I saw some people tweeting at you and saying thank you because they cashed some tickets and whatnot. You've been yeah. a killer, you, you know, for, for a long time, but you've been a killer since you started this website when the race. So I'm glad it's going good. What are you looking forward to? Is La- when's Las Vegas? We already did the Vegas. We did the Vegas. We did it. Okay. We did it. We did it. We've been we did there, it. done that. We'll do it. They'll do it again though. Very excited for it. Can't wait. What's what is this week? We should fly out to it, buddy. Um, I can't. I would love to do that. 
And I will, I promise you, I will get more into NASCAR, but there is, this basketball has just got me by the fucking... No, I know, I know. Yeah. This, this week, they're in Atlanta, which will be a fun race. It's uh, not like a super speedway like Daytona or Talladega, but similar. They run the same type package. They're all tight together. Could be a lot of wrecks. So for the casual fan, probably a good race to tune into because you could see some some crazy action. All right, fair enough. Now, uh, you'll release your picks. What What, I mean... What's uh, how have you been doing it? Like, um, in, in Discord, really, I've been just releasing them as they come because the numbers come and go so fast. You could get a you know, these numbers get bet down, someone drops 15 to 1, 12 to 1, you know, they could be 8 to 1 in two days or 9 to 1 in two days' time. So, I just tweet them out in Discord and uh, you know, at everybody in the channel, so it kind of alerts them and lets them know to get on it quick. And then for the weekend for DFS, everything's after, you know, qualifying. So typically like late, late Saturday night, like real late this week. I think I dropped it at like 2 or 3 a.m. is when I release all my plays for DraftKings. All right. So we'll be on the lookout for that, guys. And if you haven't signed up for win the race, go sign up for win the race. <laughs> I mean, you won 800 bucks this week, two grand the other week, 13 grand the other week. I don't know what else people want from you. I, mean, I know that's like Thomas texted me. He's like, "You're just being a bitch." Like, I was just like, "Man, like at the end of the race, it's like what you call me too." Like at the end of the race, quit being a little bitch. <laughs> but like, it's like I win a couple grand, and I'm just like, uh, "I only won a couple grand." It's like most people well, listen, love that, so I'm gonna stop being a little bitch about it. And uh, yeah, I got all you gotta do is join Discord. Look at all of the people saying, "Wow, I can't believe I can make this kind of money on NASCAR." And it's like yeah. all the proof is in the pudding. Just sign in, see it, and then. Follow everything. No, and I get it. I know people can be weird sometimes about like paying for a service or this, that, or the other, but it's really been more common than ever right now because I mean, I know buddies who use it for horse racing as far as like speed tracking and things like that. Analytics is a real thing. And yeah. for me, I'd rather pay somebody and have them do the work. And like I said, I mean, I know, I know you, so it, it's just an easier, easier. Well, fit. Actually, I, I do equate it to horse racing too, because it's just like you're saying the speed analytics, like at the end of the day, you and the ice cream man are following the fast horses. You're following the speed. That's yeah. what this site, that's what my site is all about. We just follow the speed. That's it. Yeah. The fastest car should win most of the time, but you know, we'll bet and on with, more than one. Just and, and that's just one thing too. Like you look for those things, like with, at least with horses, you, you live and die by the speed, and it's a it's a tough way to bet horses because you can go wire to wire, and you just you you look dead. I mean, it's it's not for the faint of heart, but like I said, NASCAR, the analytics are there. I think, like I said, you know, the one guy tweeted out, "I've already made my money back that I invested in this thing." So it's like yeah. quickly. So sign up if you haven't done it yet. Um, I, like I said, I'll get more into NASCAR. I am a rowdy guy, old KB8. You know, meow, 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 meow. that was talking NASCAR with Ryan. Guys, we're going to get into our March Madness bracket soon. We're going to fill them out. We're going to go back and forth. I'm excited to talk about it. But first, we've got This Week in the World. I'm excited for it. I feel like it was a good week. It was. Now, there's there's some stuff that you're definitely – I have two of them because we're going to we got to spend most of the time here on March Madness. But listen to this, Okay. Bunch of NFL signings, but you remember Sean Kemp? Yeah, he um wasn't this, he famous for dunking and grabbing his nuts? Fucking love this guy, okay? So yeah. Sean Kemp, number 40, Supersonics, 
Those old school green jerseys, one of the most vicious fucking dunkers of the basketball. Well, I mean, it was him. It was him and Detlef Schrempf in uh, NBA Jam, I believe. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Guy was a fucking physical specimen, jumped out of the gym before jumping out of the gym was a thing, and he was just a ferocious fucking player. He's all, well, he's in the weed game these days. He's opened up some cannabis stores here and there. Well, listen, a story came out yesterday that he was involved in a drive-by shooting, Ryan, and uh, Mm. that, you know, charges could be coming, this, that, and the other. Well, it comes out today. That's not true at all. What happened was his iPhone was stolen. He tracked it to a mall and he went to go get it. And when he approached the car, someone fucking shot him. And he had his, his gun on him and he shot back. So we don't yeah. know if there's going to be charges. He used his gun in self-defense. I know what you're thinking. Maybe call the police. Sean Kemp was like, dude, I went for 20 and 20 every night. I'm not calling the police. I'm going to get yeah, my own he's fucking gonna go phone. going to go there and get his fucking phone back. So – just a lot of guns in the news lately. You saw John Morant and the strip club photo and all that stuff. By the way, if I uh, am John Morant, I'm getting some of the boys to go fucking beat the shit out of that strip club owner for releasing that photo. How does that happen? Yeah, yeah he's just the worst. And what's up <laughs> with him, too? Now he's just suspended, and there's, like, no – he's just away from the team. Like, there's but listen, no – we're, we're – let's let, – my, here's my whole thing. John Morant has done plenty – for us to critique and pick on and tell them to do the right shit, this, that, the other. Sure, maybe the optics aren't great. Maybe you shouldn't be at the strip club when you're serving a 50-game suspension and wilding out or whatever. But he's fucking 23. He's rich. He's at a strip club. I don't know what you got. That's what happens at strip clubs. Titties are out and people are dancing. There's money's getting flown around. I don't know what the big story is here. He's fucking rich and was at a strip club. I know he shouldn't be, but everyone's like, Larry goes again. It's like, shut up. Like, yeah. Stop. I could argue, I could argue you should be more upset with the poor people at the strip club. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah it's, it's actually a great Get your point. fucking shit together. Yeah, I don't know. If you're the strip club owner, you just cost yourself probably hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, because if I'm John Morant, I'm never going back to that fucking strip club again. These are the guys you gotta protect, you know, you know, like that's who's paying for everything. I, again, not good optics. He's probably he doesn't look too remorseful about anything. So, um, yeah, Sean Kemp got shot, shot someone back. I I haven't heard Sean Kemp's name in fucking forever. So that that struck no, me. As I, I did read that, and I remember thinking like, this just doesn't sound right. Like, I just don't think he's trying to, you know, not trying to pull a John Morant here. He's just something else. No. And here's the thing. I mean, him carrying a gun, like I I, I believe I don't know the rules, but I I think you can if you own like cannabis shops. I don't think you can like deposit your money in like regular banks and stuff. So he's probably got, he's got a bunch of cash on him and you probably is armed. He's probably with people who are armed. What state was this in? Do you know? Arizona, I think. I could be making that up. I think it's Arizona. I don't know why. I don't know why I asked because I really don't care. I I don't know where I was going (laughs) to go with that. All right. Listen, last thing about this week in the world Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet, right? Yeah. Is he? I think it's official. Yeah, he is. The one that, oh, is it official? It's official. It's official. Okay. It's official. Um, yeah. So, oh, yeah, I did see that it is official. So, because I looked at the odds today. Just some guys like, talking sports. <laughs> <laughs> they were slashed, man. Like, uh, I don't know. To put them, like, they were ahead of the Dolphins as far as winning the, the division. Yeah, I saw that. Like, I don't, I don't agree <laughs> with that. I, I think the Dolphins, especially after getting Ramsey, too, like, this is after they got Ramsey. The Jets were picked to beat them in the division. I, I don't see why. All right. Um, so Aaron, Rod- good. 
Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. I'm a believer in the Jets in regards to I think they have better offensive weapons than people realize because Zach Wilson was so bad and wouldn't get these guys the football. Yeah, that's they're loaded at receiver, but and if Brees Hall can come back healthy, he will. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna, he may right. He's still he, that's that's a big part of it too. But also, they have a defense, and I don't. I am not as scared of this AFC East division at this point than maybe I was say week eight of the season. The Bills, the Bills aren't as scary as they once were to me because they have some holes, and they show them they're susceptible to some some. They have holes in their offense and defense, and they got to tighten some stuff up. Josh Allen has they to really, they really the shit the bed hard in that playoff game. And you just can't turn the football over like that. You wonder if losing Dable and those guys affected them that much. The Dolphins. Okay. You got you to gotta keep Tua healthy. I, I, we keep saying it. If Tua's healthy, they've got weapons. Look out. And New England, I'm not really scared of. So I think this makes them a real contender in the AFC East to win the East. Uh, or to win the AFC, I, I they still he still has to go through Burrow. He still has to go through Mahomes. I mean, he's still got horses he's got to go through, right? Yeah. Derek Carr goes to New Orleans. Now that's a now that's a bet that I like here. Actually, I was looking up uh, division winner odds, and I know that that brought them right up to the forefront, but they're still uh, plus one forty on DraftKings, and I just think that that's. That's a really good number because they're the only team with a quarterback in that division. Yeah, I am also somebody who I I think I think Derek Carr is better than people like give him credit for. I know a lot of people give him that Kirk Cousins kind of comparison. I think he is better than him. I think this is a good landing spot for him. Yeah, for sure. I really do. I think I think he's gonna. I think I think New Orleans is gonna be. Dare I say he's serviceable in a division where there's no other quarterback? I think you gotta like that you did sign him. He's he's still what was the alternative, right? Is Jameis right. coming back? I don't know. So I like the pickup there. And he's got um, a young stud wide receiver now in Alave. So it's like yeah. you don't, you know, you lose Adams. Yes, that sucks, but Adams is also in his 30s. Um, you know, you'd have to think he's gonna slow down at some point here. Yeah, and I agree. Yeah, and so now you go to a team uh, with a stud, you know, who's rookie last year, so second year wide receiver in Olave. That's a fucking great spot and in uh, a good running back too. So like, I don't know, their offensive line is decent. Like, it's not a it's not a bad landing spot, and that division is the key. Now you are the only quarterback in that division. There is nobody else. So, what I mean, how do they? They'd have to really butt fumble this thing to lose the division. I think he's going to like playing in the dome too. I just, yeah. I think, I think he's going to like it there. I, I do. I think it's a good fit. Uh, another fit is the Bears. The Bears are fitting a bunch of pieces together. This was the right move, in my opinion, for the Chicago Bears. Now, I think Bears fans and people in Chicago are talking like this is a revolutionary thing. And it might be. This might be the trade that if, if Justin Fields is Justin Fields, the cap room that they have and the picks they just acquired, if they hit on them, the Bears could be all the way fucking back, in my opinion. Um, they made huge defensive signings today. Huge defensive signings. Uh, who were they? Because I didn't hear that. Um, I think they got uh, – hold on one sec. I'll, I'll tell you everybody. But the one that I like, though, that I'll just say right off the bat because you just mentioned Fields, is DJ Moore. I yes. fucking 
I love DJ Moore. DJ Moore is so versatile. He's a great wide receiver and great target for fields. He and hasn't had much there, and now he finally has a number one wide receiver. I agree with that, and here's what I also like about that, right? DJ Moore, I believe they got, I think it's $18 million over two years or three years, I think, is what is left on his contract that they picked up. But I like that they have a guy who you have a sample size of what he's done in the NFL. And I think a lot of people think there's more upside with DJ Moore than downside. You put him on the Bears, new place, new uniform, a new quarterback, and now he feels probably more appreciated as like a real threat out there, a real like quote-unquote number one wide receiver. I like that they got him as a piece too. Yeah, they got the ninth pick, the 61st pick, which is a second-round pick. They got other picks too. They gotta they gotta select correctly on these draft picks, and like you said, the the money they spent, the defensive pickups they had, the Bears the Bears are trying to make a play here. Yeah, dude. They so they got um, I'll say the biggest name for last, but they got Nate Davis, guard from Tennessee, great lineman. They got T.J. Edwards, great linebacker from Philly, and Tremaine Edmonds from Buffalo, four year, seventy two million. So they are going for it. Like they those are. are this is awesome. And those are calculated signings, right? That's not – that's – I kind of like how the Bears are moving quick, too. They got a plan. Yeah. They're not waiting around. You know, they got everything done before free agency, and they said, fuck it, let's go all in. Now yeah, you got all that stuff for Roquan, like you are saying. So now, boom, you just get two linebackers. And one's just an absolute stud. And now the next step is you open up the offensive playbook for this kid. And yet you see if he can throw the ball. You got to trust him to throw the football. And and now is the time to do it. Here's the other thing. For the camp of people saying they, you know, and I, I know you were playing devil's advocate, but like you trade them. I just don't. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, I don't know if any of those guys are better than him right now. I just don't know how you say they are and why you would, you know, take your chances with one of them. You know, one guy's comparing himself to Mike Vick and Deshaun Watson. Excuse me? So, I mean, I, I really like what the Bears did here. I think football's fun when the Bears are competitive. They haven't been competitive for a very long time. They've been in that Giants camp the last six, seven years of just one of the worst teams in football. But that was that was big, 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 big news in the NFL. And that was this week in the world, Ryan. you have anything else to add to the NFL stuff? Uh, Sam Darnold to the Niners. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Why do so I feel you, like he's the best quarterback on the team right now? That's I shouldn't feel like that. I Bad feel like he, he's yeah. You're you're saying that like he's not QB one. <laughs> you know what I he's, mean? He's supposed to be signed as QB three. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Jimmy G. Oh yeah, he gone. He's the Raiders. Yeah. Oakland. Yeah. How many porn stars is he gonna bang out there? That kid loves fucking. Yeah, quite a few. Quite yeah. a few. Yeah, he's a beautiful kid. I, I understand it. Now he's going to go to Vegas. We're going to see him. There's going to be a story coming out about Jimmy G's at some point in Vegas, I yeah. feel like. Well, listen, let's get to the one shining moment. Da, 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 da. Oh, that's a high, that's high pitch. That's yeah, beautiful. I was working on it. Thanks. One shining moment, Ryan. We got March Madness. It's here, brother man. Yeah. You've got a bunch of future picks that are alive. I have Texas and Indiana that are alive. We are going to fill out a bracket together, guys. Ryan and I, we're going to enter it in a bunch of different stuff. We're going to post it for you guys. We're going to put our heads together, 
and make some picks. We're probably going to just go right down the row here, right? So I'll tell you what. Why don't you start us off? I'll pull it up here so everybody can follow along with us. We can just Perfect. start in the south if you want and just go down quickly. Let's and I'll fill it out as we go. And you should be able to see me fill it out live on the screen here. Um, like when I click Alabama here, you can see it. Yeah, so this is a no-brainer. No one's taking Alabama, uh, the clear one seed of March Madness. They they just dominated the, the SEC championship week. And I think everybody got to see them be the best team in the country. So Alabama, number one, that's an easy pick. This next game, Ryan, Maryland versus West Virginia. This is like asking what kid you love the most. These two teams I've been betting on all fucking year long. I was with some buddies yesterday at the bar. We were watching uh, the reveal because we're going to Albany. And when this matchup popped up, my heart sank. I did not. I wanted to bet both of these teams throughout the tournament. Yeah. My gut says Maryland. you got Maryland? My gut says Maryland. And My that's gut says West Virginia. Let's pass it on and go right to the next one. Let's go. Right. San Diego State and Charleston. I'm going with Charleston. Charleston, I know, is going to be a sexy up, uh, upset pick for people, but Charleston has uh, experience. Charleston wins basketball games. I believe they have like 31 wins or whatever. Uh, they don't make mistakes. They shoot the three ball. San Diego State, good team. But, um, you know, I like this 12-5 upset. All right, I can um, I can get down with that. I got Charleston. Uh, I got both teams actually bet to uh, to win it all here, so I really don't have um, any dog in the fight. Can't argue with what you said. We can go Charleston for the official big guys pick. You got to figure a twelve is going to win. Um, it, it normally happens, so I'm I'm fine with Charleston. They've been good all year. Next Virginia game, we got Furman. Virginia Furman. I, I just here's the thing. I'm going to take Virginia first, but. Virginia's style of basketball is one that's always scary because it's so slow and so methodical. And if they're off, they're, sometimes teams can run them out of the gym, so that scares me a little bit. But I'm taking Virginia. Um, I'm with I, you there. I, you're with me there. Yeah, now I'm not going to try to get cute with it. I know that they. I know that they're scary. I just don't. I can't let it. I think didn't they? So they're. I think what scares everyone is that they're the only team that lost to a sixteen. So now every time you see them, you're like, oh shit, they can lose to anyone. Why but, they're good? Why they're good is also why they're bad. Is as crazy as that sounds. Like they when they just play their style of basketball, but sometimes when it's not going great, you they're just they get beat up on. But yeah. next game we got Creighton, NC State. NC State sneaks into this fucking thing, as far as I'm concerned. I didn't think they deserved to get in. I thought Rutgers would probably get in over them. I thought Clemson was like, what the fuck? We just beat the bricks off this team. I love Creighton here. I think Creighton makes a little bit of very high on Creighton here, so I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah, I think Creighton makes a little bit of noise here in this in this uh, this tournament. So, uh, All right, do we think Baylor gets upset? No, I think Baylor wins. I don't either. Now we got another another tight one here, Missouri and Utah State. I'm on Utah State, Ryan. Ooh. Yeah, I like Utah State, and, and part of it is um, Missouri's just not a very lucky team. They they just they have bad breaks go their not go their way. I like what Utah State did at at home this year, um, but more importantly, Utah State covers a ton, and, and they had a good season as far as covering against the spread. When it comes to March Madness, almost seventy five percent of the teams that you pick to just win cover the spread. Spreads don't matter, as as you know what you hear people say in March. I like Utah State here. 
I love it. I had Utah State too. I I love hearing your uh, your reasoning though. It's great. I I picked like I said when we started this. I I pulled up my bracket that I took time on today. Used my own ranks. I am fully on board with you with Utah State. Let's get it. Now is Princeton beating Arizona? No. Nope. Arizona goes. Okay. Let's go back up to Maryland, West Virginia, real quick. So here's my. All right. So you tell me what you're thinking. So basically, the way that I rank this out. It's not that I don't like Maryland. I can be talked into them. Um, oh, get it. I can be talked into West Virginia. This is, like I said, I love both of these teams. I don't want to Maryland see Maryland has one. a better record against teams in the top 25. They're five and four, where West Virginia went four and eight. <laughs> but West Virginia's schedule is also much tougher. Correct. So I mean, you are correct. Like, this is such a heartbreaking thing that we have to pick one of these guys. I will say this. I think I love the over in this game. And the reason is this. I think Maryland's going to shoot the three ball really well. And because of that, it's going to make guys like Stevenson on West Virginia. They're going to be pulling from three a lot more. I think it's going to be a pretty fast paced game with a lot of shots going up. And for me, I've seen Maryland do it all year to where the games are close. The games are close. And then they make two, three, four shots in a row, and and it's all of a sudden a 12-point game, but it was close the whole time. West Virginia done stuff similar. The only thing that scares me a little bit is this is a neutral site, right? So right. Maryland, where is the game? I'm sorry. Um, This one, I don't have that in front of me about where they're playing. So it's in the South Conference. Whatever the case is, Maryland hasn't – they've been a really good team at home, and – that's the only thing that scares me. There's neutral site stuff. You know, they don't have the home crowd behind them. I just might, I just kind of close my eyes and I visualize Maryland hitting a couple corner threes, moving along and just, just advancing in a dogfight of a game. I, but I like the over in this one too. All right. I can roll with you. Like I said, it's a toss up anyway. So whatever, whatever. I will do. say this. I was hoping one of those teams, because I had a feeling Maryland, West Virginia would be in that eight, nine, 10 seed. I was hoping they'd be the 8-9 seed that would have to play Purdue and beat them in the second round, not have to go up against Alabama. I kind of think that was a tough 8-9 seeding for them, I thought. I thought they were better than that and shouldn't be have to go up against the best team in the country next. I, I thought that was poor seeding from them. So regardless, we we can take Maryland, but we think Bam is beating them. Yes. Yeah. So I'll take that. Then we got Charleston, Virginia. So – I think Charleston can get one upset. I don't know if they can get two. And if Virginia comes out looking good against Furman, I think they can also do the same against Charleston. I like Virginia here. Yeah, let's pick it. All right. Now, Creighton-Baylor. We're, um, we're probably going to disagree. I'm I'm on Baylor here. And I know I said Creighton can make some noise. Um, and they, <coughs> Excuse me. And they can. And Creighton's a good basketball team. But for me, Baylor's not that far removed from, you know, national championship Baylor – Baylor's a team who I said going into the back or to the Big 12 tournament, I don't know how much they care. I think they come out fucking swinging. In my own personal bracket, I have them going to the final four. All right. So I like I have Creighton here. But again, they're very close. I have yeah. Baylor. Baylor's strength of schedule has been tougher this season. Um, but not but not sound like Creighton's has been easy. Um, you know, they're both top 20 strength of schedule in the nation. Um, even like Ken Palm has them, you know, 13 and 15 side by side. 
what Ken Palm also offers is like the four factor offense and defense. So like getting to the line, things like that. Um, man, I'm, I do like Creighton here, but I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if we want to come back to that in a little bit. I, well, I don't listen, really like Baylor. After watching Baylor recently, I just – I don't know, man. They shit the bed too. Well, listen, you went with me on Maryland. I think it's only appropriate. I, I ride with you on Creighton if that's how – if you feel strongly about it. I just think Baylor is one of these teams where – I don't know. This is a – this is a – this is a – this is a tough game for sure. I think I like Baylor to win, Creighton to cover, if that makes any sense. No, <laughs> it does. Even I, though, I don't know – even these though I just told these seeds throw you off. Like, you know, I, I think a lot of seeds in this could be different. You know, like if Creighton was a four and Baylor was a five or Creighton was a three and Baylor was a four. Um, I don't know if that changed people's minds a little bit, like thinking they're taking a favorite or something like, I don't know. I think they're all so close that a three and a six doesn't necessarily mean anything to me. Well, um, I think, I think the big 12 is going to want to show everyone, Hey, we are, you know, enough's enough. Enough saying we're we're not the best conference or whatever the case is. I think everyone knows they are, and I think that'll go into people's thinking too. Sure, the Big East is a tough a tough division, but it's it wasn't the Big Twelve. And I think Baylor. I think it's part of the reason I like. Them. I also think Baylor has too many horses for Creighton. But you bring up some good points, and if you feel strong about Creighton, I'll, I'll fuck with it. Man, they're they're just dead even. Like away record too in the last ten games. They're both five hundred. They're you know they're just. Dead freaking even here. I'm okay going with Baylor because I have both of them bet as well to win, so it's not going to break my heart either way. The other reason I like Baylor, Ryan, is because I don't think they're a team nobody's really talking about right now. Creighton is a sexy pick. People like Creighton. I think Baylor is one of these teams that might be able to sneak their way through. They're going to have a tough game next because I think Arizona beats Utah State. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So then who would you have, Baylor and Arizona? I have Baylor. I like that because I don't like Arizona. I'm just not in love. I love Pac-12 basketball. I'm just not in love with it this year. I didn't like how our Arizona-UCLA game was huge. We needed that win for sure, and I think that was a big bounce back for Arizona to, to kind of you know give themselves some confidence back um, after kind of a slippery end of the season, but – I think Baylor gets them here. It's going to be a good game. Baylor, and then I like Alabama over Virginia. Alabama, Arkansas, I miss my mom, pa. Yeah, Bama for sure. I know it's chalky as shit too, but I like Alabama over Baylor. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. I got, I like I said, in mine, I have Baylor going to the final four, but I, I can't argue, um, you know, Brandon Miller really put on a fucking show this past weekend, and it's, it's tough to bet against him. You get him a, a three from the wing, he just does not miss it. All right, let's take uh, – we'll take Alabama there. Now let's head uh, – you want to head over to the Midwest or go down to the east here? Let's go uh, – <coughs> excuse me. Let's go right to the east. Okay. Down here, do we see Purdue getting knocked off round one? I do not. I don't either. I would love for it to happen, um, but I don't, I don't see it happening. All right. Then we got Memphis and FAU. So here's the thing. Memphis is another sexy pick. Beat Houston. Houston, you know, big injury to uh, – what's his name? I can't ever say it, but best player in Houston, best player in the division, really. Um, SARS? Jeez, I'm the worst with names. Anyway, Memphis, Anthony Hardaway, Penny. They That was a big, big 
biggest win of their of his career over there in Memphis. Yeah. Um, Memphis playing a lot of confident basketball right now. Memphis plays a, a hectic style of basketball. They're like it's almost like I want to call it street ball because it's not, but they just don't they don't stop. They're just up and down the court. They're shooting threes. They're fucking screaming in your face. They got a little bit of a rough, like old school feel to them. Yeah. I like them. I think Florida Atlanta catches. I think they catch them sleeping. I think Memphis is gonna be sleeping. I like Florida Atlantic. Yeah, it's kind of like in other sports. Um when you fade the team after like the big win, kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I it's just like a flop lag type thing. I'm I'm fine taking Florida Atlantic here. As well. <laughs> I don't have them that far apart. Uh, let's go Florida Atlantic. All right. So Duke Oral Roberts. Now I've seen some articles today that think Oral Roberts is a super sexy pick, and I got to say that I'm against it. I don't. Uh, the teams that these two teams play just aren't aren't in the same universe. So I, I think people say it because the, they shoot free throws well. I think they don't turn the ball over. They shoot threes well, and they got a kid who's like seven four or some shit, right? So, um, listen, Duke's playing the best basketball they've played all year. And you might say, Anthony, you just said Memphis was coming off a big game. They could be sleeping. Well, nobody thought that Duke was gonna, you know, do what they did towards the end of the season here. Duke's playing confident ball. John Shire's got the boys rolling. I think Duke makes – I think Duke wins. I don't think yeah, I think there's something to prove. Like, we don't need Coach K to, to make a run here. Um, they're playing hard. I I like Duke here too. I'm not going to fall for the – I like how we thought about FAU way more than just taking the sexy 12 that everyone else is taking. And we took Charleston as a 12 already. Not all 12s are going to win. Um, I like Duke. So – yeah, Tennessee, I, I, Louisiana. I fucking hate Tennessee with a passion, but I think they're going to win here. They're going to win here. Uh, Ziegler going down really influenced, you know, affected their whole season. So I like I like Tennessee. Tennessee plays good defense. Um, you know, I said it before. I'm not really terrified of SEC or ACC basketball, uh, but. You just can't lose your best player. Uh, I, I like Tennessee, but I don't like them to get past. Uh, I, I kind of – I don't know. I don't know. Tennessee is a tough one for me because I can see Duke – I can see them clamping down on defense and beating and beating Duke, you know, in an ugly, like, 50 – you know, 62 to 54 game, some shit well, like that. Yeah, and I got to I gotta say, this side of the bracket, this east region – to me, when I filled it out, is the most chalky. Like, I just – I don't know. Like you said, like, I well, I guess we'll get to it when we get down to these other games. But, like, I just can't see some of these higher seeds beating these guys. I think there's a lot of good good basketball to be played here. <coughs> All right. That's that's uh, Kentucky-Providence, okay? What do you got? I have Kentucky. I have Providence. I just, all right. So here's what they're playing so bad. They're playing so bad right now. But they're so just, Kentucky or Providence you're talking about? Providence. They play they played really bad the, the like last two weeks of this season. So I Yeah, but so here, why do you so why do you like it? Because here's why I like them. I think Providence is one of those teams where Ed Cooley's such a good coach, he's gonna be able to say, guys, all right, we're in clean slate. Let's get back to what we were doing. This is a team that started off the season, I think, 15-3. and three, And they just kind of had a couple of little injuries here and a couple of things happened. They have good point guards who can change the game. 
And I think this Kentucky matchup is a tough one for him, but I think I'm going to take a shot at an upset here and go with Providence. I told you before, SEC basketball um, is, is, you know, is a little bit better than I thought it was going to be this year. But I think the Big East can hang, and I think I'm going to go with an upset pick here with Providence. The other thing is Kentucky seems like a sexy pick. I think everybody's going to be on Kentucky. Um, I can go either way. I'm on my brackets. I understand. This is just me taking a shot. So if you want to take Kentucky here for our bracket, I totally understand. Well, I just think, again, it's like the it's the strength of schedule that's getting me. It's just they're not – Yep. It's not the same. Like Providence is not playing the same type of of caliber teams, and they're, I mean, they did take Creighton to to double overtime. So, I mean, that's a good. A well, good I was going to say, but you you can't be as high on Creighton. I mean, you could be higher on Creighton than Providence, but you, the schedule part. I mean, they're playing basically the same fucking schedule. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess I can do it. I, like you said, like the SEC to me always disappoints it's just very disappointing when we get to tournament time so let's do it i mean we don't have uh we don't have an 11 yet do we so yeah it's up to you it's up to you i have providence at all but i just i think i can see this one happening no yeah looking at my ranks i don't have them that far apart like uh you know I, i basically broke it down by region as well and i have kentucky and providence you know right in the middle of the region so yeah, of course I could see it happening. So I, I got no problem taking Providence here. That's fine. All right. Now this one, I will jump through the screen if you want to <laughs> Montana State. No, nah, I have Kansas State. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess this one could be debated here, but I am just a big uh, – I like Michigan State in this game. In January, February is up. Got to take them. Yeah. Uh, and same thing with Marquette. I'm not a – I think Vermont – Vermont's like always a sexy pick. Like everyone's like, ooh, Vermont. They are. And, and the only thing I'll say about the USC Michigan State game, I don't want to dismiss USC. I know the USC played pretty solid down the stretch. Uh, big win against Arizona State to really kind of probably solidify that 10 seed, to be honest with you. They, they were one of those teams that was on the bubble for a while. They snuck in. But again, the Pac 12 doesn't scare me that much. And Michigan State's been playing pretty solid ball. I know uh, they had missed up there against Ohio State, but. I like Michigan State, and I love Marquette, obviously. Marquette, shot to smart. Marquette's played some of the best basketball they've played all year. Um, Vermont is always a sexy pick. Vermont was not happy to to get this 15-2 matchup. They don't have a chance. No, they, um, they've, they're on a big winning streak here, and they have a – I think their top six players are seniors, but that's not like – I don't know. That's – they can't do it. It's just like I'll try to pull it up here. I think it's sharing on the screen here when I pull that up, just looking at some of the stats and everything, trying to scroll down and let everyone read it. But yeah, it's just not uh, – I just don't think it can happen. I mean, look at Marquette's record against top 25 teams, 7-2. and two. I mean, just, yeah. they're just different. They're built different. So I'm picking Marquette. Yeah, I'm with you. <coughs> um, FAU. I do not think FAU can pull this upset off, even though I'm not a big Purdue fan here. I don't either, and and I here's the other thing. Everybody is dying to pick the upset against Purdue. I just don't. Purdue's going to come down to, um, you know, a lot of yeah, a lot of brackets are going to have Memphis beating Purdue. So I, like, I think so, so too. Being different in FAU and then picking Purdue to win round two is could actually be like contrarian in a way. So. Sometimes I think when uh, when guys are like officiating games and it's like a Purdue versus. A, and FAU, it's like I feel like 
Zach Eadie's going to get the benefit of the doubt on some of these calls because he's so fucking big and he's going to be going to the line a bunch. I don't know. I think he's easy for people to pick on, but he is solid. He's gotten a lot better. He's pretty sharp on defense. He's sharper on defense. He makes free throws, too. I, I just... Purdue, I fucking hate. I can't say that enough. I hate them. They've crushed me all year, but I think Purdue wins here. Um, the next game, I don't know. I mean, I can go either way. I have Tennessee just because. Just yeah, because I think everyone. I did, uh, looking at the how I had it ranked out, I have Tennessee as well. And I know it's gross. Uh, and I know that we're eventually going to want to knock Purdue off here. But. That's- that's who I have beat. I have Tennessee winning too. And I just – here's the problem. I don't know if I see – like, I don't know if I – I don't know if I can see Tennessee beating Purdue. I don't know if I can see Tennessee – This is what – this is – I told you before we started this region, this is the fucking chalkiest region because the same thing. Like, you want to knock off Purdue, but why would Tennessee beat them? Like, I, I've watched both teams play quite a bit. So have you. I just don't see what Tennessee has that would be like, oh, yeah, they'll go out there and beat Purdue. It's like, Well, I would say when they had Ziegler, they had a guy who could slash and score buckets at the rim on a big guy and get, get Edie maybe in some foul trouble. They just don't have that as much. The other thing with Tennessee is they go cold as fuck on offense at times. And yeah. I know everybody does in college basketball, but I don't know. I know – I haven't said one good word about Tennessee, but I still think we can also pick Duke to just beat them here and then lose to Purdue. So fuck Duke. And by the way, no one's rooting against Duke harder than Coach K. He doesn't want to see them win, right? Exactly. All right, we're going with Tennessee. Tennessee, and then I think we have Purdue beating them. All right, go with that. Then Providence, Kansas State. I let you get Providence once. I'm not letting you get it again. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I have I just for the record, I have Providence winning the next game too in my own personal bracket. But yeah, that's fine. We'll go right ahead. That's good though. You got to uh, diversify your bonds. <laughs> um, all right, so we got Marquette, Michigan State. Um, what I what I did like here, and I already said it about the last matchup, is just how good Marquette's played top 25 teams. Um, but again, Michigan State's schedule no slouch. I mean that they've played some of the toughest teams. Uh, so when I, you know, when I look at this, they're actually side by side in my ranks and both in the top five in this region. So I'm torn here. I I will listen. You've watched more basketball than me this year. I don't know if you've watched a lot of Michigan State or not. Or or well, oh yeah, I've watched but. a lot of both of these teams. And 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 listen, I I'm an idiot, and everybody knows that. I I mean, I'm a I, how I bet is obviously, I mean, I, I look at stuff and I look at numbers and whatnot, but I also, sometimes I want to buck the trend and, and that could cost me a little bit. I think this Michigan State Marquette matchup is like classic March Madness matchup. Yeah. I think this will be an awesome, awesome game. But at the end of the day, I think Marquette is the better basketball team. And I think Marquette's playing pretty confident right now. Um, I, I just like you said, Marquette plays good in big games, and I you know and I think I just think that I think they're too good. I think they're better front to back than Michigan State, so I'm on Marquette here. All right, I have a pair of Marquette shorts I can wear too, so that works out well. That's awesome. I'll pick. We'll pick Marquette here. I'll rock the shorts. 
now this game, I mean, like this is they did really well seeding this because these games are fucking awesome if they, they if are to this. Like Kansas State Marquette, that will be awesome. Um personally, I I do like Kansas State more, but I'd like to hear your thoughts about it. I'm on Marquette, and part of it is because Kansas State has let me down in some spots this year, and and actually some spots where I like I had West Virginia against them. I think Kansas State. I I just wonder what Kansas State team I get. I think Marquette's playing more consistent basketball right now. Um, I, for me, I just don't know if I love. I don't know if I love Kansas State as much as a lot of people do. And I think Kansas State's a pick people are going to have making a run to the Final Four and things like that. But for me, it's just not not anything I like. What are you on? I have them. I like Kansas State, but it's it's barely. I mean, like they are, again, like just, just like we had Marquette with Michigan State side by side. Um, I did have Marquette one spot above Michigan State. I have Kansas State one spot above Marquette. So again, it's a it's a toss up, just an awesome game. Uh, you know, I mean, we're just this this region here is just so chalky too that it, it, it doesn't really matter here. I think we had I think what we have to think about is who who do we think could beat Purdue in the next round, or is Purdue just going to beat Kansas State or Marquette? No, I think Marquette. I think either of those teams. I think no matter who plays them, I think they beat Purdue. Like I think either Kansas State or Marquette beats Purdue in the next matchup. And listen, I I could go with Kansas State. They. You know, I, I'm high on Baylor. They've beaten Baylor twice this year. I love Texas this year. I have a future on them. They beat Texas. They beat TCU. They beat Kansas. They beat really good basketball teams. But they've also had a clunk, you know, couple of clunky ones too. So, I mean, uh, they had a bad loss to Iowa State. I know Iowa State was 12th ranked at that point, but lost to Oklahoma, lost to Texas Tech, um, and, and lose to West Virginia down there towards the end. Uh, not, not, Terrible, terrible losses, but my gut tells me Marquette. All right, I can roll. I can roll with that. And then I do. I do want Purdue losing. So if you're fine I with just that, feel too. Like you have the shock, the smart storylines. I know you have the Izzo storyline, but shock, the smart reinvented his hair, reinvented his whole career, and, and he's he's a nice fit there over at uh, over at Marquette. All right, we're going Marquette. Let's hop to the other side. Let's go. Is Houston losing to Northern Kentucky? I don't think so. Even <coughs> no. Iowa Auburn. Now this one, I think I might be a little different uh, than most. Well, who do you who do you got here? So when you say that, that makes me think you're on Auburn. I'm on Iowa. Yeah, I'm on Auburn. All right, I'll take Auburn. It's fine. Yeah, I just when I looked at everything. Um, Auburn had a very tough strength of schedule. Um, let me just pull up. Uh, and this is what March Madness does. It makes you talk out of both sides of your mouth. You know, you'll talk about the Big Ten, the Big 12, and schedules and this and that, and then the next pick will just go against our thinking on it. Like it the just big, The biggest difference to me would be like Ken Palm has like behind their paywall, they have like four-factor offense and defense. And so – I averaged everything together, and of those four factors on offense and defense, I have, um, I have them way better. Like Auburn, way better at scoring and defending. So that's when the rest is all equal, and then they are pretty far ahead in that one category. 
that's where that's kind of the deal breaker for me. And 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 here's the and here's what I'll say. Okay, I'll I'll go with Auburn on you because I think one thing we forgot to mention is in March coaching is a huge huge thing. And yeah, Fran McCaffrey's a great coach, uh, and I think that's part of the reason I like Tennessee too. Right? You, you just have these coaches who you know show up, do well in the tournament time. Um, and and Bruce Pearl's one of these guys, right? Bruce Pearl's a maniac, but he knows basketball. And he's gonna try. He's gonna maximize these guys in March. So I, I, I'll go with you. These are two. This might be like highlight central. These coaches might actually fight each other. These two. They're two fucking <laughs> lunatics. Yeah, Auburn. I really like their defense. Um, you know, and that that goes into play. Like with those rankings that I used from Ken Palm and kind of created my own thing. Uh, I don't know. We took a couple. We took a couple years on the other side. I say we go Auburn over here. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Uh, now. Miami and Drake. I think Drake is going to be a very sexy pick. This game's in Albany, okay? I'm excited for this game. I will be there. I'm on the U, baby. I'm on yeah, the U. Yeah, me too. I I'm think on the my- U, and, and to me, I think Drake is a sexy pick. I think this is a good spot to get leverage in your brackets. Just let people take Drake, take the U, and never look back. Listen, I know and, – and listen, Drake's one of those teams where I think uh, – you know, you've seen Miami blow some leads, but I think Miami is – I think Miami's got a pretty solid draw here to make a little run. I think they see that. You don't want to look ahead, but they got a tough Drake game. But I think Miami – I'll be there in Albany, um, and uh, I'm excited. Yep. Then we this got next, Indiana over this, Kent State. It's Indiana all day game, for me. Yeah, so Indiana I have a future on. This game is also on Kansas State. I'm, or, uh, this game's also in Albany. I love Mac basketball. I think Kent State can can shock the world here. I have Kent State winning this basketball game. How, how do you have that? You have Indiana bet to fucking win it. I know. I don't know what to tell you. I can't. I can't get in the way. But I think it's a tough matchup. And I think Indiana for the games they do win the games. I've already, they have I've already bet Indiana to win this game. What's that? I've already bet Indiana to win this game. I'll, my favorite, I'll, my favorite parlay is Friday night. It's the the two last games of Friday night, Indiana and Kansas State. Lock that fucking parlay in. That is, I'm we can't pick Kent State here. In the no, that's fine. I, I'll, I'll roll yeah. with you in my own individual bracket. I just think, listen, you look for when you're filling out brackets, you're trying to find some of the sexy picks or some of the upset picks to to advance yourself in the rankings of the bracket. And yeah, Kent State no, is a team who they have experience. They play in big games and they can shoot the fucking three ball and they don't turn the ball over. I think that's a team that I, I like, but I, I'm with you. I think, you know, I, I can be with you here. Indiana, they win. No one's surprised. Yeah, I just think it's uh two different beasts here. Um, and again, so anyone who wants to tell that parlay, Friday night, late night, for me, I'll be sleeping when the games end, probably. I'll try to stay up for them, but that's gonna be that's a late night. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be a late Kansas night, State. and that line's already moved a ton. I think it opened up at five. I think it's down to three and a half now, isn't it? Um, I didn't. I don't know. I haven't seen it to that like recently. All right. Well, the next. I, look, I looked at it, like as soon as this shit dropped, I went right on to DraftKings and was like looking at all the odds. Gotcha. Um. All right, Iowa State. Are they going to get upset by Mississippi State or Pittsburgh? No, I like Pitt to beat Mississippi State. I think, but I like Iowa State to to win whoever it is. All right, cool. I'm with you there. 
Um, we'll just buzz right down then because we got the rest of it. So is Kennesaw State going to beat Xavier? No. no. And Kennesaw State, though, I did hear they had one win last year. So that's a pretty cool story. That's a great story. That's a great story. And I'm glad they won, but I think Xavier will probably be too much worse for them. They've uh, Kennesaw State too. I've I think I've bet on like three times and I'm two and one. So yep. got a little soft spot for him, but not here. Next matchup: uh, Texas A&M, Penn State. This is a tough, tough matchup. This is kind of a bull. This A&M could be maybe a little sour. I thought A&M uh, thought A&M proved themselves. I'm not saying they should have been a six seed, but that seven ten matchup. Penn State's a feisty fucking team, but I like yeah. A&M to get it done here. What do you think? Yeah, I think State could get it done. I have these two teams ranked side by side uh, in the region, so I could be persuaded either way. Um, you've watched more of this than I have, so I don't know. I mean, who's who's hot right now? They're both eight and two in their last ten. I, I would say. Them, I mean, uh, I liked how A and M has played down the stretch. Um, yeah, I'm on A and M. Yeah, I, I that's fine. I mean, they look like they have some pretty big wins in here. Oh yeah, for sure. Beating I mean, Bama, beating Tennessee, beating Missouri, beating Arkansas. They're beating all the tournament teams. So, yeah, I, I like A and M. Let's roll with that. All right. And Texas over Colgate. I'm high on Texas. You know that. I know you are too. So correct. That's an easy one for me. I think people Colgate. I think did Colgate win last year? Um, I do not know. Colgate might have got a win last year. I don't think they're going to have a chance against Texas. I think Texas is playing good basketball right now, um, rounded into form. Texas is one of those teams I loved early, hated in the middle of the season. I'm loving them again this uh, at this point in the season. All right, let's go. Um, I, I, I got you. I'm, I'm down on I'm down on Houston. So I have Auburn beating Houston in my bracket. So and I'll let you talk me through this and see if, what you want to have happen here. But if if uh, why can I not remember this kid's name? Jesus Christ, I'm the worst. If he's if he's still injured, like we saw what happened when Memphis just played and they weren't at full strength. Uh, if he's back healthy, I think Houston wins. Uh, but I'll take Auburn with you. Yeah, I think it's a good leverage spot here. A team that plays really good defense against a team that might be, you know, if he's in, fine, but maybe he's a little hobbled. Uh, either way, they look. Like and that could be that could be a so. that could be a pick that helps you have in your in your brackets too, because I don't know if everyone has them going to the you know Sweet Sixteen. I, I would think the majority of people have Iowa beating Auburn. So like right off the bat, <laughs> you're you're looking good. I got um, my I got Miami winning this one. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I like that a lot. All right. Uh and then let's see where we go next. We got Iowa State Xavier. I like Iowa State for some reason. I, I just yeah. I picture that kid with the mullet shooting three balls and then hustling for the ball. I think this will be a tough matchup. Uh, but ultimately I'm on Iowa State. Just I don't know. Their strength of schedule is definitely better too, I would imagine. And I, I just I like Iowa State here. Yeah, I, I do too. I had them beating Xavier as a six, so I like that. Uh, I have Texas beating Texas A&M. I think you have them bet to win, so I don't, if you're down with that, we can just click that. Yeah, I got Texas winning the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, so Texas over Iowa State, I'm totally down with that. Miami, Auburn. Uh, I can still roll with the U if you'd like because uh, I'm just – now it's to the point where we've gotten our upsets. Um, they're both ranked. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I think for me, I like Auburn better. But this is what I was talking about before. If you're Miami, you got to think to yourself, "Hey, I got a pretty decent path." And to your point about Auburn beating Houston, you know that's a real possibility, especially if there's injuries there. And I think Miami, I I think they they've shown they can be a top tier basketball team. When they put it all together, I like Miami here. I don't ultimately think they get by Texas, but I can see that being a good game. Um, I like Texas to get to the championship. So I want Auburn or Miami? Miami. Yeah, I'm down with that. That's fine. We had our Auburn upsets. That's good enough. So our final four is Alabama, Baylor, Miami, Texas. I think that's nice. That's a one. It's a three. It's a two and a five. So I, I like that. We don't have the – we didn't do the bottom. Oh, yet. shit. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong thing. How am I doing? <laughs> we got to do, do the West, which is the most loaded fucking region of them all. Yeah. This one uh, – I mean, I got Kansas beating Howard. Yeah. Sure you do. Kansas beats Howard. Now, this now you are game, a big Illinois guy, but I'm a big Arkansas guy. So, so th- This one's very similar to West Virginia, Maryland for me. I am on Illinois. I think Illinois is so fucking talented, but they just are a little scatterbrained at times. Um, you got the must bus over in Arkansas. If you want to go with Arkansas, I'll go with it. Um, that's fine. But I, I do like Illinois here in this spot, to be honest. Yeah, the the part where I it loses me on Illinois is the part where they're zero and five in their last you know five away games. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like Arkansas is good on, you know, not playing at home either. Uh, the strength of schedule is a big one for me, too. Um, I don't know. I mean, Illinois is playing some decent teams, but Arkansas over their last 10s playing, you know, Tennessee, Alabama, uh, Kentucky twice. Like, it's just there's a Texas A&M who we just, you know, said we, we liked a lot. They only lost by six there. Their, their schedule sucked. They lost to Auburn by three. Um who we've been talking about. So, yeah, man, this one sucks. Yeah, I agree. I can. We took mine up top there with Auburn. I'll go with Illinois with you here because I'm going to have Kansas beating the shit out of them anyways. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Yeah, that's that's yeah. fair. So I'll just make those two picks now. Yeah, that's cool. I'm on uh, St. Mary's here, okay? Now, this game's also in Albany. Little, little update for you guys, all right? These teams are supposed to be flying in tomorrow. I don't know if that's happening, all right, because of the weather. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. So a little inside info for you. If, if these guys are delayed, they don't get acclimated, does that give VCU an edge? I don't know. Um, it's less travel time for VCU for sure. St. Mary's kind of got boned here, I think, in my opinion. I'm still on St. Mary's, though. Fuck the, fuck the travel. Yeah, I think – I mean, St. Mary's is a team that I've bet to win it all. I don't necessarily think they can anymore, but it's nice to have them in there, um, especially since they got paired up here. And, you know, if they win, they're going to have to go against Kansas eventually. Um, but, I, yeah, I'm with you. St. Mary's here. Don't need to talk much about it. Uh, same thing for me here. I believe this is a game in Albany for you, too. UConn, Iona. Uh, I got it UConn is. here. I have UConn here, too. I think I'm probably going to bet. Uh, I own it to cover just because it's Rick Patino. It's a it's a short drive. Um, I'm sitting pretty close. I want to. I wonder what Rick smells like. He's probably delightful. Uh, I'm ex- I'm excited for that game. Um, 
I have UConn making a lot of noise in this motherfucking thing. So let's go. Me listen, too. I've been, I'll just say it. I've been against UConn basically all fucking year. All they've done is just put it in my ear. So I think UConn wins over Iona. I think they beat St. Mary's, and I think they beat Kansas in a classic UConn fucking fashion. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's just go down this, and we'll revisit that in just one minute. Yes, sir. All right, so TCU, are they going to get upset by playing Arizona State, Nevada? I got to say, this was the most uh, – Oh, hold on. This was a terrible draw for TCU because I think either of these teams could beat them. I kind of disagree in the sense of this. I don't think Nevada should be in the tournament. I think before I said NC State uh, was the team that I thought maybe shouldn't have got in. I, I, I retract. Nevada shouldn't have got in, okay? This isn't – Rutgers probably belongs in this spot. You could argue Rutgers isn't a great basketball team either, but – I don't know. I think Nevada was probably the last fucking team in. I don't like either of those teams to beat TCU. I like TCU in this spot, uh, but you've rocked with me a little bit. You got to tell me why you like Nevada, I think. No, I don't. It's not that I like either of those teams. I just think of all the playing games, they got the short end of the stick. Like some of these other playing games are teams that are not good at all. I just don't. I don't think Nevada beats Arizona State. And Arizona State's a team that. You know, well, yeah, I'm here's the thing. I have TCU higher than Gonzaga. So if we have Gonzaga winning, I'd love to hear your take well, on that. So I can pick TCU here, no problem for us. That'd be great. Sounds good. Do you want Gonzaga over Grand Canyon? Yes. Okay. Then let's we'll come back to that then. So Northwestern Boise State. Um, I've got Boise State here. I'd like to hear what you think. I got them ranked, you know, pretty close back to back and actually only separated by one point in my system here. Okay. Um Boise's another team uh, got in, I think, was bubble team for a little bit there. Northwestern, um, pretty solid guard play. Northwestern has, I think, exceeded some expectations this year as yeah. far as winning more games that they shouldn't have, or winning games that necessarily they shouldn't have. Um, listen, I think Boise's probably going to be a, a sexy pick here. The Northwestern for me is – is the pick I'm going to go with, but I don't have a real strong opinion either way. I, I kind of be lying to you guys if I was going to give you any real reasoning behind this one. I just, I don't have a real feeling either way. My gut says Northwestern, and that's probably because I've watched a lot more Northwestern basketball this year than Boise State. It's fine with me to take Northwestern here because I agree they've been, uh, they've been playing pretty good, but I got them losing to UCLA anyways. If, that's okay with you yep. for for that. So. I also have them losing the UCLA, and it's like, listen, Northwestern. I don't, I don't want to disrespect them because, like I said, I think Northwestern was one of those teams where, you know, they're twelve and eight in the conference, twenty two and eleven, thirteen and five at home, seven and four on the road. I mean, they they've shown they can be scrappy, and listen, it's a Big Ten division that we don't think Purdue's very good. We're both thinking Indiana's pretty sharp. We like Michigan State. We like Maryland. We like Illinois. You know, Iowa, Penn State. There's a lot of teams that are in the tournament here that, you know, they've beat. And I just think there's a lot of teams they've beat that they're that are better than Boise. That, you know, honestly. So I think that's yeah. – I know I said I don't have a real strong opinion on it, but I'm going Northwestern. It doesn't matter because they're going to lose the UCLA. TCU, Gonzaga, walk me through it. 
Um, I just have TCU again. It's it's back to back, but about nine points higher here on my system where I ranked it out. Um, let me just pull up everything here. Gonzaga and March so, doesn't scare me. They just don't. I mean, I, I just I know that they they have success. I think they're going to be there. a popular pick here. What's that? I think they're going to be a popular pick here. Uh, also, you know where they are. And po- probably like Gonzaga, they've been number one like for so long that like everyone knows the name. I, yeah, I, I was just gonna surprise s- if they pick them to beat UCLA. I was just gonna say, I think you're gonna you have there's not as high of an expectation this year for Gonzaga, and when they have high expectations, no one really believes in them anyway. When it comes to brackets, no one really picks them. But I, I think this year because they're a three seed, maybe they're a little more sneaky. I don't think they get by UCLA if they happen to get by TCU. Where are you leaning? I'm okay either way on this one. Your call. I'm leaning uh, TCU here just based on on who they play. Yeah. Like TCU to me, like I don't really care about Gonzaga's away record because they travel and don't play anyone. Where like TCU travels or two and four in the last ten on the road. But I mean, you're you're talking about going to Texas Tech and beating them, and going to Kansas State and beating them. It's like, it's just different to me. That's just different basketball. So I, I'm cool with TCU if you are. It'll be different. Let's do it. And then I'm also fine with your UConn call over Kansas because Kansas is going to be a lot of people's pick to win the entire thing. Everyone yeah. thinks they're going back to back, including we said it on the pod too, and maybe they will. But we're going to enter this big guys pod into something where we're trying to beat millions of people i'm fine being different if you are absolutely i'm fine and, and the reason i like uconn is because again they lost the creighton but you know they won eight of their last nine fucking games they I, they they're just i think clicking at the right time and they just look like a lot cleaner of a basketball team this year now listen kansas kansas doesn't lose uh, you know, necessarily to to good teams. They they play pretty solid, but Kansas is a team early on in the season. I I'm I'm on the record somewhere on Twitter saying I don't believe in them and fuck Kansas and fuck Kentucky. I still kind of have that feel. The other thing I mentioned too is coaching is so important. Is Bill Self going to be back and healthy? Um, that's another question mark for me. I like UConn here. I think UConn, like I said, UConn. Basically, UConn's got some home games, too. They're going to be in Albany. Um, I know that not when they play Kansas, but um, give me UConn here. Yeah. All right. I'm with you. Then TCU, UCLA. I think UCLA is a team that, yes, Arizona <laughs> – excuse me, yes, Arizona's good. Um, they lost to Arizona. UCLA, I think, kind of been the class all year out west. I think UCLA is going to be a sexy pick this year as well. UCLA has experienced guys. I, I think they're going to be too much for TCU. Different style of basketball, too, and I don't think TCU can keep up. Yep, I'm with you. I got UCLA ranked higher here. Um, and then we get to the final game here, UConn and UCLA. I have UConn. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I got them different by one spot, and I don't really want to be as chalky, so I'd like to take UConn here as well. And I have the bet for UConn to win it all. So um, now we get to our final four: Alabama, Marquette, Texas, UConn. It's a one, two, two, and four seed. Yeah. Um, which I don't mind because there's no Kansas in there. Um, there's no Purdue in there. 
and yeah, I don't mind it. You know, we've been saying all year this tournament's wide open. There hasn't really been a clear cut one. Um, I think at one point you would have said Kansas. I think right now, well, I don't think right now, we know right now Alabama is. And I would I I would like to I like the idea of Marquette beating them. But I really do I think I just think they're really fucking good. And I know they're criminals, but but it's like uh you know, 24, Brandon Miller, he is the best player out there. And I just don't know. I don't know. I I could go. I'll go either way on this one. I probably would. I'll probably bet Marquette if if, if this game happens, just because, just because. But I, I'm I'm okay either way. I know I'm talking in circles right now. No, so. it's all right. I, I to make this quick. I mean, I think it'll be Bama Texas. Uh, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on Texas UConn as well. I have Texas, and I, and again, I, I think Texas is a team where I think they I think you can argue. They're they're super well rounded, and I think that's what you're going to need. Uh, some mistake free basketball, good guard play, and and just again, nine and six against what are they? What did you say? Nine and six against top ten teams. Um, but good basketball down the stretch, and we just saw them play really good basketball against Texas in the Big Twelve Championship. I I, I just like Texas a lot here in this spot. They get rid of their coach fucking beard and then they just they just turn it up and said fuck that guy let's go win this fucking thing i, I really like them and i think they got a pretty you know that texas a&m game is going to be tough for them if that matchup happens but i i like texas to make the run here i like texas to win i got them winning 70 to 60 to 64 okay so we got well under 134 here for the uh yep i don't even know where i enter the score here well, you gotta pick. You gotta pick. You gotta pick. Uh... Well, I'll hunt to the score. I have it saved, and it's saved as the Big Guys Podcast. Oh, perfect. Yeah. We'll enter it into the big one. I'll be able to track it. I'm gonna enter it into uh, you know a couple of local ones that I play. All right. And we'll see how it does. But overall, um, I'll take a screenshot of this and post it on uh, the Big Guys Twitter. All right. Stop scrolling up it. and down. You're gonna give me a seizure. All right, yeah, I'll close it out. <laughs> All right. So that was our bracket. Listen, it's always fun to fill the brackets out. I always love it. You know, it's it's one of those things where you know your bracket can be dead in an hour, and uh, or yeah, that's can, the whole reason I did all those outrights. Like I yeah. picked all the teams to win because I'm so sick of being dead on day three. So make it more fun. It's just one of those things where I think I, I can't wait. I'm so excited for the tournament. We're going to post that bracket out on uh, the Big Guys Pod uh, Twitter page, and we'll post our own. I'm going to post my own my own bracket too, but this one, the Big Guys bracket, it's the one that we're entering in all the big ones and all that kind of stuff. So I'm excited for that. Uh, listen, that was March Madness. We're going to clean up here a little bit. We're going to finish up the show shortly. Ryan has a story for us. Right? Or is this are we gonna no, I gotcha. We're gonna talk a little bit about the fattest and skinniest thing we have done this week, guys, to finish the show off. No, it's TV, man. Camera adds a couple hundred pounds. All right, I'll let Ryan go. He says he's got a little story for us. What do you got, Ryan? Yeah, I'll just say um one I've got a couple fattest things. It's not good. 
Because one of the fattest things I did all week was not try to do one skinny thing at all. <laughs> Gave it zero percent effort. <laughs> you, um, did you forget? No, I just didn't. I just didn't do it. Gotcha. I just didn't do it. I'm sorry. I didn't. Do it's it. okay. I was, it's okay. I was being bad. But um, speaking of being bad, I went to a wake. Uh, Crash and funerals? Huh? Crash at funerals? Oh, uh, no. Yeah, this was actually for someone that we knew in our family. But Oh, Jesus. So we're, yeah, so at, I'm at a wake, and, one of, and a friend of the family comes in, hands me this bag of gold, like gold coins, like fake gold coins. And a pack of Skittles. And she's like, you know, this used to be a tradition of the family. Like, we'd hide this for the kids. And they'd, they'd find all the gold. And at the end, like, was a pack of Skittles or a treat or something like that. And the kids got a kick out of it. So I was like, yeah, that's cool. You know, Max, yeah. I love that. So, cool. Thank you. And then I waited for her to leave. <laughs> and then I ate the Skittles. <laughs> yeah, you can just. Yeah. I'll. Thank you for the idea. I'm going to have these skitties right now. Yeah, buy like, some other ones on the way Yeah, over. I'll get something else for him and hide those. But I'm fucking hungry. This thing was like three hours long. That's so fucking funny. Well, listen, I'm sorry for your loss. I didn't know that. Um, I was just quoting hey. wedding, wedding Crashers. My apologies. Way to make it weird for me. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Listen, are, is it the gold coins that are chocolate inside? Is that what you're saying? Or is it gold? just gold coins and the Skittles? No, they're just like little things you could hide. Like gotcha. make a little trail or game or something. Then once you get to the end, you get a prize. Do you remember the chocolate gold coins? Yes, I do. Yep. That would have been. It's a good thing she didn't because those would have been all fucking eaten too. <laughs> I love those things. They're the hardest things to open though. And yeah. Sometimes like a little foils left on. You ever? It's like licking a battery. It's just like yeah. Oh, you know. I gotta say, Alyssa was she was disappointed in me when she looked over and realized I was eating. <laughs> It was for it was on her side of the family, so I was there, but I was also like talking to one of her uh, nephews and like, in a row. So it was like me and like a like a ten year old sitting in a row by ourselves, and like he's eating Starburst that he brought because he's a kid, and I'm eating Skittles <laughs> that I stole from mine. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. It's not funny, but it is funny. All it's a long day, and everyone everyone grieves differently. Honestly, yeah. Skittles help. <laughs> so, so the fattest thing you did this week was steal, steal your kids' candy. I stole my and, kids' candy at a wake, and I didn't try to be skinny at all. Right, and just you couldn't even be an adult for a whole funeral. You just you had to grab a seat <laughs> and eat, or else you were gonna have a tantrum. I love it. That's awesome. Speaking of tantrums, you know, I, I call you a bitch time to time. I owe you a public apology. I ripped Ryan's head off this week, guys. All right, I was getting my dick beaded basketball, and Ryan sends me just a harmless text. Ah, oh, man, you should have rode me with this, and. uh should have bet this with me, and I just told him, "Don't ever text me that." Again. I know better. I know better than to text him, though. I shouldn't have done it. So no, you're there. you're listen. I'm a crazy person, and I, I apologize. But I was it was just the last thing I wanted to hear. I'm losing by thirty four fucking points, and I'm happy you're winning. It wasn't like I'm, I'm but you know, I just like no. So, it was a stupid. It was a stupid text by me. I I smartened up. Salt in the wound. That's all. No, I, I, I then responded three minutes later and I said, listen, I'm sorry. I love you. Nothing will keep us apart. My apologies. And uh, so that, that was it. So you didn't do anything skinny. You ate some Skittles. I like Skittles. Skittles are pretty underrated. 
Yeah, they're a great movie snack. I was just gonna say, what you, uh, when do you eat Skittles? I guess a movie would be a good move. I like like in the movie theater because they take like well, I'm putting like you know thirty in my mouth at a time, so it takes a while to chew it. <laughs> I know I mentioned before I drink my chips and my Pringles. I also drink my chocolate, like with like M and M's or Skittles. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that's what sure. I mean. The bags uh, are made, are perfect for it. Listen, so I got a couple as well for for this week. Now, um, the fattest thing I did this week was on Saturday. My brother had like a little some people over St. Patrick's, like in Albany. They do like a parade and everything like that. So yeah, um, I had to work on Saturday, but I I scooted over to his house later on in the day. And there's a bunch of people there, whatever, and everyone brings you know food and desserts and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, probably like an hour or two in, I realized there's a whole bowl of, like, Halloween candy. Just a bunch of chocolate. And this is, like, in my Oreo ice cream department. I'm yeah. not – I'm, like, a, I'm a crackhead. Like, I can't be around it. I ha Or I eat whole sleeves of Oreos. I eat whole cards of ice cream. It's stuff I got to stay away from. So I eyeball this thing. And I'm, like, huh. You eye, you eye fuck that thing. I was, like, maybe I'll just – I'll have one. You know, I have one. So I have like 16 of them. Get to the point in the night where I'm getting ready to leave, get a ride home, and I take a couple of stuff, some things to go, you know, some garbage bread, some food, stuff, whatnot. And then my eye catches the candy bowl again, and I just picked up the candy bowl and just dumped out a bunch in this foam, in this uh, styrofoam container. And I just folded it up and just walked out. I woke up in the morning and I had like 65 pieces of chocolate on my kitchen table. Oh, that's awesome. And why it's the fattest thing I did was one, you know, I didn't even I think you did that here with tacos. I know, but I did do that here with tacos or at your place with tacos. But part of the reason is the fattest thing I did was because one, I just was, I took way too much candy to go. The other reason was it was Saturday. Today's Monday. All of that chocolate is not. It's gone. And yeah, I didn't throw it out. So good. that's the fattest thing that I did this week. Also, the fattest thing I did was when I got out of my uh, – when I got out of the car, when I got home, the snow had melted and the rain was dripping off of my roof. I fell so fucking hard on my back. <laughs> and it was like – I fell and it was a whoop, like my feet right from underneath yeah. me, landed right on my back. My shoulders already fucked. It's all fucked again. I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I was in so much pain. I felt like such a fucking pussy. But I felt hard. And anytime you fall, you feel fat, you know? Yeah. I think we fall different than some people. We do. Yeah. But I'm lucky it didn't hit my head. I would have died out there. Yeah, so that was the fattest thing I did this week. Now, the skinniest thing I did this week uh, was I ate pretty good, Ryan. I'm not going to lie. I ate very well. And, uh, you know, I had salads a couple times this week. I haven't nice. ate. I haven't been drinking uh, soda, no sodies. Um, and then I took it all away on Saturday by eating all the chocolate and garbage bread. So, it's going but, to be a struggle. Yeah, you could have eaten like shit all week and then did the same thing. So, still good. Yeah, so the skinniest thing I did was I almost didn't do fat things, and then I did really fat things at the end. So, we're getting there. Baby steps. Baby steps. I got to take a step. Yeah, <laughs> just just like one. Just, just one like little think step. Think about it and then try. 
No, I'm with you. Um, listen, I hope I hope we don't get snowed in tomorrow. We've got March Madness. We got playing games. I think start Tuesday and Wednesday for 16 seeds. I think. Uh, yeah, I think. And then we got games Thursday. It starts. I'm gonna be at the. I'm gonna be at Albany. Um, I don't even know what they call it anymore. What is it called? The Times You Center, MVP Center. Yeah, maybe. Like it's been the Pepsi, it's been the Knickerbocker, it's been everything. I know. I think it, it was the TU Center for a while. I think it's the MVP Arena or some shit like that. I'll be there Friday and Sunday all day for all the games. I'm pumped. I will be there. Um, I'm excited to see some games. It's March. You got anything to, to add, Rye? No, I think they did a really good job seeding it. Like all these, especially in a year where it's just that wide open, or maybe that's why it seems like they did such a great job seeding it because – I could see anyone beating anyone at any time, and that makes it that much more special. So, yeah, I agree. The West is loaded. The East is, is going to be fun as well. And uh, there's a lot of good matchups, and there's a lot of good potential matchups. And there's always big shots, big moments, coaches going crazy. I'm excited for it. This was the Big Guys Podcast. We will see you next week. Right? We got a guest next week, okay? Oh, sweet. Hold the mayo. He's coming on. Devin Snow. John Snow, some people call him. But <laughs> the Red Beans man, look at this motherfucker right here. He will be on next week. Ryan, hit the music. Be fine. Let's go.